0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, Commanders fans? Welcome in to another episode of Believe in Commanders. It's the original 13. Anthony Armstrong here. I'm joined by the wonderful Julie Donaldson. She made her way over here to the show stepping, <laughs> stepping in for brian murphy all right so it says brian murphy on the bottom if you're looking at it on youtube uh, it says it there but julie how are you doing
1: i'm, I'm great man it's uh an exciting day for the commanders um, finally announcing their new general manager the future is so full of hope we've had it so many times before but i think it feels a little bit different this time
0: around it is different i mean you got the money in the bank you got you got a first pick. You got first dibs on people. Like this is this is a different time. So uh, with all these stars aligning, uh, you know, matter of fact, the wife was just saying, like, you know, the, the what is it? The cicadas. They 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 hide for thirteen <laughs> and seventeen years, years or, and every however many it aligns again, the commanders can do a full on reset with a whole new GM, uh, just like the cicadas are going to reset their whole cycle. But, uh, yeah, but
1: the it, thing is about the cicadas, like when they do come up they're they're terrible you don't want them around so I, mean, I, I get it it's, it's it's a reset uh it is definitely time for a new birth and you know I, I kind of liked everything he was saying um today didn't say much I think he he's very cautious and wise with how he used his words but yeah, yeah. It's, it's time to go again
0: yeah I think they definitely they definitely used uh very specific terminology like I, I don't know how many times I counted the word accountability. Um, uh-huh. I heard football Q, honest, direct, and front, a leader of the team, not necessarily offensive or defensive too. So throwing a couple of screwballs in there. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Uh, but first things first, I definitely got to make sure I get some housekeeping done. Uh, Bet online, shout out to those folks. Uh, they're a sponsor of the show, Julie. And if you use our welcome code, it's Believe, B-L-E-A-V, you get a 50% welcome bonus if you go over there. So um, down here in Dallas – It is a somber, 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 somber uh, day, uh, really, since Sunday. Since you you saw what happened, you saw what happened in Dallas.
1: Oh, I watched. I watched. It's like watching a a, you know a train wreck. Like how can you take (laughs) your eyes off of it?
0: My goodness. Except
1: you know everybody on this side had you know a good little bit of applause and fun and yeah,
0: you know. I think the rest of the United States was enjoying that. Um, You could have bet on that at Bet Online. If you would have, if you would have took what I I thought Dallas was going to handle it, I thought they were going to win. You'd have lost if you'd have bet that bet. But a lot of people did. But Bet Online, the number one spot for all your sports betting needs, folks. NBA, NHL, MMA, esports, casino games, and free contests as well. So go check them out. Uh, Where Bet Online is where the game starts. So Julie, let's jump into the GM talk, continue on with Adam Peters. Um well, no, no, no. Before we do that, I want to ask you, how 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 are you feeling after the season? You've been doing the radio with London and, and, and Bram. How how are you feeling after this season?
1: I look, I mean, the season was disappointing. Yeah. You know, um, it was frustrating because you're calling nothing but losses. Uh, yeah. And you could hear like the frustration in London's voice, which was quite entertaining to me. And at times he get so ticked off, he had to take his headset off, put himself on mute to make sure that not appropriate words went across there. Uh, you know, look, I, I love the job. I love working and covering the team. You get to know the players and the coaches. And so it's kind of a little bit of bittersweet because yeah. you've built these relationships, and that's how you get good at your job is to get information and kind of know what they're about, what they're working on. And then understanding and knowing as the season kind of keeps going and the losses mount up, but there's going to be a lot of changes. And yeah. um, we've seen the first of that fall. So I think it's one of those things that you don't really know who all you're saying goodbye to, who all may be sticking around. Um, but, you know, it, no matter what, I enjoy the season. I, I wish we were still carrying on, um, but maybe that's for the years to come. So it is.
0: It is. I mean, in, in that press conference, Josh Harris, they were saying they want to build for longevity. Long-term winning is the term that I wrote down. That's that's where you're just always – you know, playoffs are are there. You should always make the playoffs, and you're just fighting for championships. That's where you got to get this organization back to. But uh, when they brought in Adam Peters, it, it was within a week. They let go – they got done with Ron Rivera, put together a, a special committee, and then hired a GM within that week. I mean – from from your experience being around the new ownership group and then seeing how they've reacted qu- quickly and swiftly to everything, how do you grade their their performance so far? If you had to give them a report card,
1: you, the, uh, I, I'd say right now we're 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 having an A, um, you know, and I think getting Peters is an A plus. Yeah. Uh, he was the hottest name out there. He's, uh, you know, was up for the next general manager candidacy and what they say uh, and what we keep hearing um, Josh Harris says that he's a winner everywhere he goes. And yeah. what I liked though, when you hear his press conferences, Peter's kept saying, there's a lot of misses. There's been a lot of losses that he's had where he's learned in, mm-hmm. uh, and that's going to help him going forward. So I think the fact that they, they really were ahead of this, you know, look, you, you knew halfway through the season that even if they finished, you know, with, halfway decent to our winning record, it probably wasn't enough to really get you where you wanted to go, which is, you know, you want to get to the playoffs, but you want to be a repeat um, threat for the playoffs and you want to be able to win in the playoffs. And that's one thing this team hasn't done. And we only went to the playoffs when with a losing record, mind you, when Ron Rivera first got here, because the NFC East was a a total debacle that time we should have had no right really being there in the first place. Uh, So You know, I like that they were ahead of this. They already knew who they really wanted to target. So when it came time to actually take action, they were able to move that fast. I think Ron Rivera knew this, that he was out a long time ago. I think everybody did. Um, It was just a matter of going through the proper protocols, saying the right things, and and then having those discussions and the time to announce them. But I like that they did it rapidly. That's what Josh Harris said. He wants to be thorough, but he wants to be rapid with the decisions. And I think that'll be the same for the head coaches
0: as well. Yeah, they mentioned uh, having a process-driven approach to get to it, and, and I mean, so far so good. I mean, I think things are going well. I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, who they roll out, and we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later on. You were talking about he's being a been a winner um, in Denver, Super Bowls in Denver, and in New, in New England, been around uh, coaches like Bill Belichick, and, and just in storied organizations, storied players. I mean, you gotta be. I I know I'm feeling good about him showing up here with all the assets. I mean, shoot. I got to ask you, what do you think? Do they got to go quarterback in the draft? Do you think they got to go elsewhere?
1: I liked his answer in that he really gave you no answer, which, of course, the media, they kept trying left and right to, to find something more. But he can't say anything more. Uh, yeah. He said what he needed to say, which is, you know, we have to get the right head coach. Uh, we already know that they've been looking at quite a few. We already know they probably had their thoughts early on in conversations of who he would like to target and who he feels would be best for going forward. I don't know if it needs to be offense or defensive-minded, but, you know, I think that, as Josh Harris quick to say, some people with a very smart IQ, yeah. And those leadership qualities to be able to command the room and all the different egos that go into that room to make up a winning franchise as yeah. a team. Uh, you know, I, I, I just, I really like his approach. Um, I like that he also seems to want to make it something where it's not just his decision. He wants to factor in what the new head coach, whomever that is, and to see what they want when they get into really evaluating the roster and evaluating the coaching staff as it stands, because no other moves have been made. The coaches around there don't know if they're staying or going. He's going to do that, it seems like, with the head coach, which I like. So what does that mean for the number two overall pick? By all means, you would think that would uh, entail a quarterback Um, for as much as we've seen of Sam Howell, I think we also know, like, you know, like it takes time to develop them, but have you seen enough of him to say that he's your franchise guy? I'm not sure. I I, I don't know, uh, if the right system would really kind of help him out if he's that guy, but if you've got some potential top tier talent right there at number two, um, I feel like you kind of have to go for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I go back and forth. I've been pushing on the O-line thing. I'm like, hey, maybe you get an O-line, man. You, you go, you give one other year here, and then you then make a splash. Because there are some big names that are coming up down the, down the line. So it's not like there's a drought in a young talent coming out of college, you know? So I don't know. For me.
1: Interesting. He said he wants to build through the draft. Yeah, uh, because free agency, they didn't they haven't really made a lot of moves in free agency under Ron Rivera. And I think at times that's kind of cost them for the little moves that they did.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: but his approach is built through the draft, which would make you say that, you know, he didn't, He also said it's not a total rebuild, which is interesting as well. Um, and that there's a few pieces that you can build around on this roster currently. So yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, they got a lot of work to do. Um, yeah, to sure. Who they build, who they keep to build around what they target free agency and what they really want to do in the draft and how long that
0: takes. I mean, you you talked about Ron saying that saying he basically knew he he was going to be out uh, early on in the year. And I I, I'm with you on that. If it felt like in like at least the last six weeks, he kind of was like, y'all go and handle y'all's business. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to be here. Don't come to me with these issues. Like I'm not going to be here. So you need to show why you have worth and value to be on this team. That's what I was preaching out of everything. Like, what are you looking for t- from this team? I'm like, I want to see who's going to be around. Mm-hmm. I want to see who's going to respond when there's nothing on the line. Like, I mean, this ownership group probably will. They'll move some big names. You already saw they moved the two DNs, and and got to give Montez some love for getting that All Pro selection, Pro Bowler, whatever he had, yeah. and new of- money.
1: That hurt to me. Well,
0: you know, I mean,
1: like, you know, for the production he was giving you, um, yeah. I don't know that you're going to find that in a second round.
0: Yeah. I, I don't you know, think like
1: way more than maybe you got back in that instance. Um, but I, you you knew you couldn't keep chase and you couldn't keep Montez. No. Yeah. you know, And I don't know that they were, I, I think the Montez move just came before they had the opportunity to get rid of chase and the San Francisco had nothing to lose by taking in chase. And yeah, yeah, good for Montez, but I I do believe that I don't know I I feel like he's one of those players that you could have built around.
0: Yeah, he 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 was uh, my favorite to keep uh, mm-hmm. when they let him go, and I was like, all right, well at least you don't have that contract and that drama and and that thing looming over mm-hmm. you know trying to make those decisions. So I get it, tear the whole page up, start brand new. Uh, On to the head coaching side, all of the the. Favorites. Some of them are still playing. A few of them are, are available right now. Ben Johnson is the one that's at the top. what do you what are you hearing that that makes him the favorite? Why Why Ben Johnson over anybody else?
1: I uh, I don't know. I mean, you look at the body of work of 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 what they're doing. Um, it'll be you, you want somebody that's going to be kind of up and coming. I I yeah. don't know that you want somebody that's kind of been there before as much um, you want that experience. Sorry, I lost you on my, I lost you on my,
0: my You got me?
1: Yeah, I have you there. Um, you know, and I, I think his body work shows you the excitement that there is for him. You just saw what they were able to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, so which way do they go? I mean, there's a lot of coordinators that I think they're looking at. I, I honestly, oh. I don't have a lot of insight, you know, Where's and I think that's list? kind of a testament to what, um, you know, how Josh Harris runs the stuff is it's pretty quiet in
0: yeah. there. I mean, you think about it, he's only brought in one person, he brought in two, two, yeah. two advisory committee members, Rick Spielman, Bob Myers, and he brings in the GM. Hey, there's four people that know in and, and his ownership group, they ain't but a hand, two handfuls yeah. of people that know what's going on. So, if some mm-hmm. leak is somebody in this room, but um, you like
1: what he's done with Jared Goff. A quarterback. Yeah. They're, now, they're quick people were quick to write off, but he's a know? vet.
0: He's a veteran. though. Yeah. So my only point is I brought this up on the show before is, is like how do you evaluate Eric B Do you take the the snaps with Sam? Howell, Or do you look at that microcosm of how the offense looked with Jacoby Brissett? Because it looked better with Jacoby.
1: Yeah, because, well, because Jacoby can, is a veteran. Exactly. You know, and he's got, he knows what's coming with those defenses. Exactly. And so there's, I, I think it takes a special talent. And if it's, maybe you can't, as you know, as the head coach, you've got to bring in the right people that can help grow a young quarterback yeah. and build around them. And yeah. I don't know that everything was set up to really help Sam succeed this year,
0: the best, yeah.
1: I have, you know, and I, I think that's yeah. widely known. And you do have to take the body of work, but it also, look, you know this, Anthony, it's a business of what have you done for me lately? Oh, you know, I mean, it. that's why Dan Quinn, all of a sudden, like they're interviewing him, but it's like, Oh, like y'all got embarrassed. Like yeah. we don't want to bring him in here, you know, like.
0: Yeah. He's meeting on what Wednesday, Thursday or something like this. virtually, I think it is. So it's over zoom. Uh, Dan Quinn will, will have that interview. I know that. That left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. Oh yeah, frankly, you know, oh,
1: they got really
0: exposed. They did, and yeah. they. Did. I I read an article that was so spot on, um, about how about Dallas is that they're built to play from ahead, and if they get behind, their defense isn't mm-hmm. the same, and it just it just came up and showed up uh, out there in, in uh in Dallas against Green Bay, uh, so head. I, I don't think Dan Quinn is is the guy. I don't think he needs to be the guy in Washington. I think people would be a little upset. And like you mentioned, having somebody that's a repeat head coach. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, and Bill the way that you like
1: Josh Harris structures things, um, he's very analytical. He mm-hmm. wants to know that you really have those smarts. Uh, one of the first moves he did bring was bring in somebody that's on the analytical side of football that kind of like, he's really big into like that numbers kind of helping with things. Yeah. So um, I do think that that, Probably leans more towards a younger, up and you know, like maybe somebody who's not as that concerned that old school coaching. You know? Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure, the old school coaching style. I mean, you got McCarthy went and did a, some analytics too, uh, but it didn't play out too well. But I don't know. I'm excited about what Ben Johnson says. I, I would. Uh, I've been pitching Aaron Glenn as well, just because of the defensive side. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a you know NFL vet. He's played in the league, giving some support to these young DBs maybe maybe try to get the most out of your uh, first round draft pick, Emmanuel Forbes I don't know there's so many options out there some folks up there in Baltimore as well so I oh, don't Ben Johnson the uh, number one. and they said they did say that they're going to hire a new head coach soon
1: mm-hmm. yeah I again I the fact that they were already coming out with names and whom they were interviewing before they had um you know the general manager in place like They've been in conversations. Oh yeah, this is not just something that you know. This is something that they've been working up for quite a while. That isn't just popping up now. Where they you know to take their time.
0: So, oh yeah, um, absolutely. They they've been doing a good process. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's do this. Let's talk on this playoffs that have been going on. I know you you were able to enjoy the uh, the the Dallas game and then the Philly game as well. So really, <laughs> th- right now, Julie, if you're being real, Washington is probably the sexiest team in the NFC East right now.
1: Well, for all the potential that they have coming up with for that second
0: overall pick. Yeah, the most, pick, the GM
1: they, with new ownership, like, long, longest, kind of long, riding the ship.
0: Yeah, longest time since they've had their most embarrassing loss. So, right, all that bad taste is out of their mouth. There's been nothing but good news for Washington so far. But uh, the playoffs are coming up, the divisional round. You got a couple of games coming up here on uh, Saturday. Houston goes up to Baltimore,
1: mm-hmm.
0: nine-and-a-half-point dogs, Green Bay goes out there to San Francisco. A couple of former Washington Commanders coaches, uh Matt LaFleur and, and Kyle Shanahan square off. Who do you who do you got in the Houston and Baltimore game? What do you think about those two young teams?
1: Is it hard? Come on, is it hard not to pick Baltimore? Man. I mean, I I really like the way that they're going about everything in Baltimore. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson's having that year, the way the offense is going, the defense is tough nose as ever. I think it's going to be really hard. And the fact, the way that they've been able to like embarrass teams that are supposed to be Super Bowl contenders, um, they've got that extra rest. I, I don't think it's going to be a fair fight.
0: <laughs> yeah. Even though CJ Stroud's been electric. I mean, he's yeah. been... He's been outstanding when he's on the field. Young Bobby Sloak Jr., another uh, coaching candidate for the Commanders. He's the OC down there in Houston. Nine and a half points is a lot of points, but, yeah, I don't think you got to have enough for Baltimore. But, hey, they were going against the second-ranked, at one point, second-ranked Browns defense. So, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Well,
1: crazier things happen.
0: That's why you play the game, as right? As
1: long as, to me, the Ravens are like – prepared and ready to go in and not thinking like which i don't think harbaugh likes too much experience too much leadership there to not be able to like look past them for what they are i mean cj yeah. Stroud's doing great what a heck of a story and that goes to show what happens if you pick wisely in the draft what you can get um with your quarterback right yeah uh, and we've got plenty of examples of missing on quarterbacks, but we've, man, this, this playoffs has got all the quarterbacks that everybody like was counting out to begin with,
0: man, the way that it's it's turned out, it just really shows that you have to have uh, players with uh, games where you can overcome some adversity. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I look for those turning moments throughout the season where like this is a win that you can circle and look mm-hmm. back to me like this is this built something. Um, most of the times, at least in Washington, hell, they would collapse in these situations, you know, so we've seen it happen from time and time again. I'm trying to type in these next one because I didn't and have that's my thing, right.
1: Um Adams was saying as well is that look, the results might not be there right away because mm-hmm. it's not the easiest to turn around a four win team with going to be what's anticipated a new coaching staff, players, and all of that. He's like, but he is going to bring in people that know how to compete and fight hard. And that's, I think, he says the first thing you're going to be able to see from this team is they won't have that quit in them. Uh, I think you did question that uh, at times because if Washington got down, it's like, can they? Do they have the right leaders to come back? And I think that's what is kind of missing is the right leadership and players that know how to like, hold others accountable um, Who know how to step up and who aren't afraid to kind of swing first. If, if somebody's coming at them a little bit, you know, you know, nice guys are nice, but you need a little attitude. Yeah.
0: You got to have that dog in you a little bit. I mean, I I remember you talk about London having to take off his headset. Imagine him holding the helmet in his hand and he gets that angry. Right. So Mm -hmm. yeah, when he would come off to the sideline and he would be uh, pissed off about some things, he would let you know about it. And you do need that on this team uh, as well Um. shoot, that's why I'm saying those last few weeks of the year, like when when the games mean nothing, who showed up, right? Who showed up and really tried to fight? So I think there are some guys that you can see find themselves on that roster. And it'd be interesting to go looking up and uh, look up and down and see who's out there. Uh, Let's see here. Let's go to the games on the tour. What was the other game? San Francisco. I didn't put that one in Bay. San Francisco, Green Bay. What do you think there? Green Bay's coming in hot. It's yeah, like, they are. It's like the Spider Man meme looking at each other. It's like, I know you. You're very familiar. I mean, these guys know each other. Kyle yeah. Shanahan, feel Matt like LaFleur. I Green Bay is
1: kind of like a lot of like who's in a sense.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I I don't know. I, I, I feel like I still like San Francisco in this one.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. I'm 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 rolling with them as well. I think it's too much firepower. I mean, what 10 points was the was the spread? I mean, Jordan Love showed out at home uh, Well, mm-hmm. on the road, I should say. It's almost like their home Green Bay 6 and 0 in Dallas. Green Bay has more wins in the playoffs in Dallas mm-hmm. than Dallas has in Dallas. However, that works out. Um, That's wild to think San Francisco. I think they're going to roll in that game. Julie does too. Um, You should trust her. Okay. (laughs) Trust her. Don't trust me. Uh, Here's what we got. Games of two more games coming up. Tampa Bay uh, to Detroit. It looks like a baseball game. Uh, right? Detroit minus six. You just talked about Jared golf earlier. Yeah, in the I, year.
1: I, I like Detroit. They're at home. This team is so fired up. What is that? Their first win in like 30 playoff win in like 30 31 years. years, 31 or something years. Like that. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and you know, everything they've gone from being that team that was on hard knocks Um, the way that they get, the coach gets freaking goes after them, Um, Jared Goff, I, I, I like their momentum. I'm not going to dismiss what Baker did, you know, last night to the Eagles, but Mm -hmm. Philadelphia, I mean, with the last five of their last six or six or last seven, like they were crumbling and you know, Tampa Bay is doing the opposite. It's who's playing hot in the month of December and now January. Like they've been playing really, really lights out, but I don't know. I And plus I'm, I'm a little bit of a homer. All my family's from Michigan. Um, the majority of them just said you know, thanks to the cold weather. So I, 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 you know, I didn't have to grow up there, grew up in Florida, but I don't, know, I, I really do like um, what, what Detroit's doing up there.
0: I do as well. Um, I think they, I think they get that W, but man, Mike Evans is, is having a hell of a season mm-hmm. once again. I mean, the guy has just produced ever since he's gotten in the league. Uh, Baker Mayfield has, has has a resurgence, a career resurgence, I guess. I don't know, yeah. man. The guy's been playing lights out. He's been doing a hell of a job down there. But
1: and they, not, they really had to fight to get here. Um, you know, they to, have. so talking about taking that adversity they and have. really being able to turn it on and and come into their kind of groove as of late. But. Especially,
0: especially when you thought Jacksonville was going to be be able to run away with it coming yeah. off of the previous year, but. Yeah. I don't know. That's the other part about picking up high because you thought you had somebody in, you know, a Trevor Lawrence and it's not really getting there. So I don't know. You, you, that's the whole of this guy we talked about earlier. Hell, you fall in love. You fall yeah. in love with, you got to get a franchise. But it's like, there's one side of me, Julie, that's like, I sure would love to have that one, just that redwood tree right over here. That, well, that he ain't
1: Baker was taken number one overall. And how long has it taken him to really have be able to get the respect that he's getting right
0: now. You I mean, know? Like, yeah. For what it's worth, he did have to go through Cleveland. So he, they've, I think yeah. they may be the only other team who've had more quarterbacks in Washington. So,
1: yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing about being taken top is you're going to a team that, you know, yeah. built for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, have a couple other really good quarterbacks. They're all right, I guess. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has to go on the road for once in the playoffs. He's going to go to Buffalo. To What's face- the head,
1: to head on, on Mahomes and Allen?
0: Oh, man, we can find it out real quick, but the spread is two and a half points to Buffalo. Yeah, so. so, you know, it's a close game.
1: Well, both are, at least the weather shouldn't be a factor for either of them.
0: <laughs> right?
1: It's not like Tampa Bay has to go play in Buffalo. But yeah.
0: You are not lying. Let's see head to head matchup. They've combined for 28 total touchdowns, 3,400 yards. They're giving me statistics. I want the record. Give me it, the stuff.
1: That that's one of the things. I, I feel like Allen had Mahomes number for quite a while. Um
0: but uh, let's see. I don't know, but see, it's tough because the, the only issue is that they don't have um as much firepower at the receiver position mm-hmm. well, and,
1: and
0: yeah, I'm them, them just saying they're like, you don't know what you're going to get all the time. I mean, you just yeah. saw you had, you've had penalties. The whole season has been little inklings of lacking accountability. Right. Um, and well, the is
1: What folks were saying they're lacking the enemy.
0: Yeah, exactly. So There's does no that home. show up?
1: Yeah. It, look it. That was always the knock against E.B. is he'll put in the game plan, but then Andy Reid gets to call all the plays, you know. Yeah. And I think we saw here where he's learning as a play caller. Yeah. Um, he definitely still had an impact that most are feeling was definitely missing in KC.
0: Yeah, yeah, it showed up a little bit. I'm, I'm afraid that it shows up on, on, uh, on Sunday. You're you know, Buffalo. Yeah, I think by well, just that they're at home. They're at home. You know, and and you saw how the stadium was. They had snow rafts going down the, the bleachers to find your seats. Like, what? That's not that's <laughs> not football weather, right? Now, when whoever I don't said this football weather, even has a team
1: with that weather. Like, I don't man,
0: think. I don't know. That's that is neither here. Nor, I've never played in that. I wouldn't want to play in that. What was the coldest game you've ever had to be at?
1: I uh, to be at. Well, it would probably be just one I went through for fun. Uh-huh. And I was so excited. I was like, Oh, you know, I can get a glass of wine at this game. And it was in new England. Uh, and they were having snowball fights all over the place. And man, it was, it was freezing. I had three hot chocolates. They were frozen halfway through. <laughs> it was
0: So you well, have one and a half.
1: Um,
0: no, but it, it, it can be miserable,
1: especially if the wind's going on you, you know, I mean, I've that's had pretty rough ones in the Meadowlands as well, especially when I was working up there. I, Man, that that wind would just tear right through you.
0: That is the one. Mine was in the Meadowlands at MetLife. It was against New York uh, in 2010, and I went out there and I took my warm-up lap and I started warming up. I said, "You know what? I'm good. I'm gonna (laughs) get it on the field. Like it's okay." (laughs) I do jumping
1: jacks, you know. Seriously,
0: it was. Everybody was coming back inside, like, nah. The wind was swirling and twisting Mm -hmm. and. No, thank you. I, I was not all for that, so I'm good with that, uh, man. I appreciate you joining the show. Thank you for for uh, visiting over here. I believe in commanders. We really do appreciate you having us. Wait, no, we appreciate you coming and joining us.
1: Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you.
0: Appreciate. Um, well,
1: no, I mean, I it's. It's an exciting time. It really is an exciting time. And I'm, I'm great to come back when we say like, all right, now we know who our coaches is, our staff is, where this team's moving, what they want to do. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm you know excited to watch it all
0: unfold. I love it. I and love it coming up. I love it. Well, thanks so much, Julie. I appreciate you uh, joining us here on the show. Want to give a big thank you to Julie Donaldson for joining us today on Believing Commanders. I'm Anthony Armstrong, folks. Just last little bit of housekeeping. Go check out betonline.ag. Use our code believe B L E A V. Give that fifty percent welcome bonus for those first time users. You can put something down. Uh, they got. They, I think they had odds on the Super Bowl right now. I think they have favorites of being San Francisco and Baltimore. Hey, that's what I put down. You can go. You can go play that if you'd like to. Also, check us out on Believe, at Believe Commanders on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube as well. Uh, Jump into the conversation. Let us know uh, what are your thoughts, any feedback, questions, or anything. Drop that on our social media platforms. You can always give us a listen at TuneIn Radio, SiriusXM, Stadium, and all your favorite streaming platform. Folks, appreciate y'all tuning in. As always, it's a new day in D.C. you got Adam Peters in at GM. You've got head coaches, chatter, and interviews going on right now soon there'll be a head coach and you got playoff football it's an exciting time to be a commanders fan for brian murphy julie donaldson and anthony arson myself i'll see you guys on the next episode of believe in commanders y'all be good